Yo. 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 Number Yo. 30. Whoa. Number 30 already? Yo. God damn. We fucking. Yeah, we getting old. We getting up there, man. 30 episodes. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome to the Blom Blom Podcast. Already fucking know, yo. Shane and Champ here. Don Pacino in the building. Yo, Y'all know yo. what time it is already. Yo. Back at it. 30 episodes. 30 fucking episodes. 30 episodes. This motherfucker. That means uh-huh. there's fucking 29 streams. Because we ain't even have a stream for episode one. That was just a word. introductory shit. Word, word. Damn, yo. Congratulations, brother Chad. Word, Champ. word. Congrats, Champ. Pacino, yo. Yo, we made it. It's like we said... It's always going to be an album to discuss or a topic to discuss. Word. And the strain's going to keep coming, man. Shout all out day. To, shout out to all, this, all the stoners and all the all the weed smokers out there. Word up. You going to light up? Word. And even if you don't indulge, shout out to all the music lovers out there, the hip-hop heads, Word the up. R&B heads. Shout out to y'all. You know, shout out to the listeners. Shout out to every fucking body, yo. Word, I know word. we take little breaks here and there. You know, as you show with anything in life, and I'm pretty sure sometimes y'all need a break too. So, word you up. know, we still fucking rocking and rolling word in up. this bitch. Word. So, anytime you miss us, always go back <laughs> and check out an episode. Now word. we got 30 for y'all. So. 30. Y'all can always go back and check the earlier episodes and Word. see the evolution and, you know, how everything changed in the show, but kind of remained the same Word. at the same Good time. Ass. Good ass. So, you know, stay tuned. So, as you know, Word. we are discussing Eminem's second album, mm. the Marshall Mathers LP. Classic. Shit went fucking diamond. Diamond. Shit, huh? 35 million Yo, worldwide? So 35 million records worldwide. So wow. that diamond status was for the U.S. Word. But imagine selling 35 million albums around the world. That means that's almost like you could go any fucking region in the world and somebody heard a song or heard your album. Word. Which is fucking wild. That's crazy. And that's, you know, that's a huge thing for, for hip-hop and rap. Word. You know, no matter, you know, it's always going to be a, a debate about race and shit like that. But fuck that. It's, it's all about the culture and it's all about the music. So for such a creative album and such an album that's so raunchy, it's like a giant fuck you to everybody yeah. because he came out. With his first album and got so much negative views and negative press about it, but everybody still rock with him because you yeah. know the music is tough and the, the production behind it and the art that's you know put together, and everybody knows that Eminem is like a perfectionist, a Yo, perfectionist with the lyricism. Real. Like he's his hardest critic, and it's like he has to go the hardest in the booth. Anybody, so you gotta admire that shit. Yo, for real, and you can see the the growth as an artist. You can see the growth in his pen. Mm. You, he he produced a lot of the songs and the albums. You definitely see the growth as a producer, and just like a 
a nerd to the to the music, right? Because to the craft, like a lot of people, especially at the time with this album, and a lot of critics thought he was like playful and thought that like he was just a little bit over the line with some of his lyrics, mm. and that kind of overshadowed his skill and his passion for the music. Mm. And that's something that's definitely not overlooked, and we're not going to overlook that, because, like, we don't give a fuck about the fucking suck my dick and all that kind of shit. Like, we don't care. Like, that shit is entertaining. Right. That's, like, a part of his, like, character and his, like, duality and dual personality. So we got the Slim Shady LP. Then we got the Marshall Mathers LP, which which is his real name, his his birth name, government name. And And he begins to be a bit more, like, personal lyrically and have his personal imprint on the music too right and you can also see like with success mm-hmm. came a lot of like stress yeah and like like when, when we go and discuss you know the way i am Yo. which is a fire track fire. you know he, he literally puts it out there his his entire you know the way how he felt his raw feelings came out on that track and, you know, like I said before, with, with a lot of success comes a lot of stress. And then now it's like you have a lot of people that's in tune with your music and hearing your lyrics, you know, you know, these, these quote unquote officials want to hold you responsible for what you say because they say it affects, you know, people who listen to it. But everyone has a choice. Everyone has a choice to make. You know, you listen to music and you take whatever you take from it. Some people take it more personally than others and they want to go overboard. Mm-hmm. But you can't, you can't hold a, a, an artist, you know, accountable for that, really. Because yeah. that, that's, that's like if somebody paint a portrait of a tragic moment mm. and somebody gets upset and go out on a rage and starts killing people. Because they looked at the image and they got upset by it. You know, you can't blame the artist because the artist is just displaying what they felt inside and what they're they're giving you. Word. So, you got to kind of look at it in that perspective. But, Mm -hmm. you know... Dropping gems. Yo, that's all I got to do right there. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) But, it's just crazy how, you know, he was facing a lot of negative press for... For, for his songs because it's like he dealt with a lot of drugs yeah. he dealt with depression um, you know and just his creative side the Slim Shady side you know is is just like a, a, a violent person it's like an outlet for him because he had a lot of anger issues which he speaks about freely in his music so let's get into this straight let's get into this straight White Zombie now this is a new strain on the market that we got our hands on. And I have to say, Yo, this is pretty fucking potent. This is pretty potent. It's like, it has a lineage of zombie OG. Mm. And, you know, right now they don't know all the cross breeds and all that stuff yet. But shit fresh, shit hot on the street. This shit is hot. Mm. This shit is fire, and I'm so lucky. Shout out to to you know to the homie 
who got who who I copped it from, you know, yeah. I ain't gonna put him on blast like that, but yeah. shout out for the exclusive streams, you know what I'm saying? Word. But you know uh-huh. the effects that you get from this, you get energetic, mm-hmm. you get creative, uh-huh, which is definitely good for this album because yeah. it's very creative. You also get euphoric. Euphoric. And of course, focus. Not only you get focused, but you get the happiness too. Because I'm happy. You know what I'm saying? So you know, if you're having a down day, if you're feeling kind of low on the energy, despite the name zombie, which yeah. you feel like the walking dead, it's just that, <laughs> you know, it'll get you so elevated, so uplifted. Mm. That you feel like you don't have a head. Word. So. <laughs> Word. You fucking White Walker. Word. <laughs> so that's the, that's the, that's the effects that that, that it hits you with. Mm. So Professor Champ. Yo yo. If you could hit us with the medicinal qualities about to get of this the wonderful herb medicine, yo. Word up. We about to get into the medicine, the medicinal. You know what I'm saying. Not every person smokes to be high as fuck. True that. You might little little might need a little toke hand there to help with some fucking ailments. This okay. shit, I could speak for a fact because I got a bad fucking back, mm. and this shit is helping my back. So this shit, one of these medicinal effects is muscle spasms. My back okay. be fucking doing the jerk sometimes. Damn. This shit is definitely help. Chiropractor, some acupuncture, real quick. Gotta fucking do the natural shit. Facts. Another another fucking medicinal effect, or something that it helps with, rather. The usual stress. Okay. Keep telling y'all, it's a it's been a stressful month for some. Right. It's been a stressful year for some. Right. Whatever period of time you you stress the fuck out. I be telling everybody, yo, just fucking hit some herb, hit some Word. tree. Yo, I don't understand. Like, hit some yeah, fucking like tree. Me. Hit some fucking tree. Hit me the fuck up and let's hit some tree together. Word up. That's a fact. Another thing that this helps with is headaches. Okay. Which is crazy. Instead of, instead of taking a Tylenol, just hit some white zombie. That's a fact. It's help your headache. Insomnia. Okay. If you're an insomniac, hey, hit some white zombie. That should bring you down. Word. At the right time. Word. That's a fact. And another thing, lastly, nausea, which is kind of weird. Okay. Because if you if you're feeling nausea, if you're feeling nauseous rather, you may not even want to have the urge to like smoke or 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 inhale. Right. But. You gotta get over it. This will definitely help you in your nausea, which is, which is, which is weird to see that on a, on a, on a, on the medicinal side. Like right. I've seen it before with other strains, but like, just the thought of it, like yo, I'm nauseous. Hit this, hit this tree right quick. And you know, not for nothing, <laughs> this will give you the ill munchies too. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm sitting here snacking, and I'm like, yeah. damn, I could eat a whole nother plate. Yeah. Some, some some of that Fisherman's Cove Ooh. shit. Shout out to Fisherman's Yo, Cove. they need a sponsor this show. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Shout out to them, yo. Facts. Word. 
but you know, you always get the 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 other side to it, the side effects, which is the usual. You know, you get uh dry eyes, you know, dry mouth, have a lot of water, have some shades or get right. some visine or whatever. Say you might get a little paranoid or whatever. I don't feel paranoid. I'm chilling. I'm good. Might get a little anxious. You know, maybe because mm-hmm. it's so psychoactive, you might overthink. I'm not overthinking. I'm chilling right now. I'm good. But Word. other than that, man, this strain is a go-to. If you get your hands on this, hit this and listen to the Marshall Word. Mathis LP. That's what I'm saying. Y'all, and y'all definitely, and and y'all definitely want to indulge with care with the herb. Right. I know we talk about this all the time. But to really get into the essence of what each strain can do for you, you definitely want to know your limits. True. You don't want to overdo it, and you don't want to react too quickly with, like, judging of how your body's acclimating to a certain strain. Because each mm-hmm. strain is different. Sometimes, yes, we break down, like, the like the effects and the negatives and and... The, the medicine behind it, but for each person, it may be different. Mm. Like, these are just things that's, like, general of what everybody's going to feel for the most part, but you may not feel all five effects. You may feel three. Mm. So mm. it's definitely a part of, like, the community to to appreciate each string differently and to appreciate oh. your experience when you indulge however you indulge like definitely appreciate the experience because it's 2019 about to be 2020 soon we're going in clear vision 2020 vision and i'm still hearing people talk about cannabis in a bad way and i'm like y'all have bad experiences or y'all watching the wrong people Y'all not doing it right. Mm. Yeah, so can't forget that we here to help y'all do things the right way. Woo. Listen to the albums in a new way and puff in a whole new light, in a whole better p- preparation. Woo. Facts. Professor Chan no, going I just in. Had to, I just had to remind people. Word up. You got each one teach one. Word. That's how I got to be. You know Word. what I'm saying? And yo, shout out to, to, to my cousin. He said some real shit mm. to me the other day. He was like, yo... It's, 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 it's time for the weed culture to grow up. Yeah! That's it's time for the weed culture to grow up. Because it's like, word, you know, word. it don't have to be some old whack animated crazy shit. Like, Yo, let's real. let's throw some sophistication on this yes. shit. Let's throw, throw some respect on that shit. Ah. You know what I'm saying? This is an ancient herb passed yes. down. And, yes. you know, it's been used for many different reasons. There's so many medicinal benefits from it other than smoking it you know you can so cook many. with it you can make salves and and put on your skin yes and and cure your pain and shit like that so many mm-hmm. different things so just don't get stuck in in one area of it in one dimension like open your mind open like your mind. use the herb to open your mind to different shit yes yes and elevate Word. All the all them people all them all them people and news outlets and shit you see on TV that like 
put a negative stigma on the herb, them motherfuckers is getting hot. Word. <laughs> <laughs> they so, be the first one. Word. Think for yourself. That's all I got to say. They be the first one. You don't got to be forced to do it. Just give it a go. And if it ain't for you, it ain't for you. Yes. But it's a strain for everybody, I feel. That's a fact. That's Marshall a fact. fucking Mathers LP. How do we even talk about this album? This album is fucking a classic. This shit is fucking crazy. It's, it's, it's so, it's, what's crazy about it is that he's able to get away with literal, literal lyrical murder. Yeah. To, to, to the highest extent. Like yeah. he says, every fucking thing you, you wouldn't think somebody would say. Yeah. And go diamond. How? How? <laughs> How? How? He has a song called Kill You. <laughs> like, That's how the album starts. Yeah. Yeah. That's how the album starts. Like, it's, it's funny how creative he got with this album, too. Because it's like, everybody have this thing where they... Everybody has an imagination. Or I would hope that everybody has an imagination. Mm-hmm. So, with things that you experience, you know, you play things out in your head. In different ways. So, with Eminem being Slim Shady, his other side, he's able to utilize that creativity and give you what he has in his imagination. Fucking, and kill you. Like, all these gunshots is going off. Mm. Represents all the violence (laughs) that his Slim Shady character portrays. And the thing is, the theme of a lot of the songs on this album, even with Kill You, he's talk he's they're just like vile and evil and like treacherous and murderous and like rape. There's like a lot of like evil themes right. that's that's happening. But when you look at the structure of the songs this shit is mad lyrical, though. It <laughs> like, is. It is. Like, he be saying some jokey, funny shit for entertainment, but he's spitting bars. Bars on top of and, bars. And his vocabulary, and his, like, that's the thing, too. Like, his vocabulary is on point with the shit that he says. Right. Like, even, like, certain words, it's not simple with him. He uses a vocabulary that's, I'm not going to say complex, because he raps in a way that's understandable by his listeners, which is an intelligent way of rapping, Right. but it's not basic, it's not dumbed down right. at all. And he, he's very good at like painting a picture with his lyrics. Several, several times throughout this album, he's able to rap out visuals right that you right. thinking is happening right. like even even in kill you because we're gonna jump around on this discussion right. i feel but he says bitch i'm gonna kill you like a murder weapon i'm gonna conceal you in the closet with mildew sheets pillows and film you fuck with me i've been through hell shut the hell up i'm trying to develop these pictures of the devil to sell them i ain't asked to rap but i rap on acid it's like mm. he's like bouncing around lyrically on flow, on beat, on pace. Right. And his, like, flow is crazy, but he's also, like, drawn or painting the picture. Like, you actually visualize 
a closet with mildew and sheets and pillows and a murder weapon is hidden in there. And even when he says, I've been through hell, you actually think about him actually being in literal what we think as hell. It's like fire and brimstone and shit. Right. You actually, I'm actually visualizing him surrounded by fire and brimstone. Mm. Which is like crazy how powerful his delivery of his lyrics are. Right. And you can hear like the animosity in his voice. Yeah. The way he delivers it. And it's, it's just so crazy how he bounces back and forth between, you know, just mirroring like a horror, a, a horror scene yeah. with what's going on in reality. Mm. Because it's like, okay, since y'all going to paint me as a villain, why not say these things and at the same time explaining yeah. to you? As to why I'm saying it this way. Mm. Because now it's, it's, it's never been a problem before until I showed up. And now I'm getting all the blame for all the shit that's going on. Word. So it's like, what else am I going to do? You want the bad guy? Well, here I am. Right. He said, And in the chorus, he says, I said, you don't want to fuck with Shady. Because Shady will fucking kill you. And we all know Slim Shady is that crazy side yes, that he pulls exactly. out from Marshall <laughs> Mathers. And I want to jump back and forth. I want to jump over to the track Who Knew. Yo, this is one of the realest tracks because, mm. you know, this is what he's talking about. He says, I don't do black music. I don't do white music. I make fight music for high school kids. Put lives at risk when I drive like this. I put Isaac wrist with a knife like this. Shit, you probably think I'm in your tape deck now. I'm in the back seat of your truck with duct tape stretched out. Duck way the fuck down. Waiting to straight jump out. Put it over your mouth and grab you by the face. What now? So mm. now you sit there and listen to this. And it's like, all right. What, what comparison is he, is he making? And then as he goes further in the track, he talks about, you know, Arnold Sh- an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie where he's shooting all types of shit, but kids yeah. are allowed to get into the movies. Yeah. So it's like, yo, how are you going to blame me for saying some shit as Slim Shady and people are buying it and listening to my shit? And how how you not going to blame the movies that they put out? They putting out all types of violent movies like they're able to get into these horror films, which I feel like... Slim, you know, this Marshall Mathers LP kind of mirrors a horror movie when you, when you listen to it in the format and the sounds and, you know, all the violence that comes with it. It's like, it's the harsh reality, but people are not seeing it at the same time. It's literally in front of you and they're not seeing it. Word. It's like they're making him the scapegoat. And I kind of feel like as... As someone who loves the music, loves this genre, obviously, Mm -hmm. we got a podcast on it. True. But it's also an attack on rap and hip-hop music, too. Right. Because think about when you you hear like these, at least back then, and like, I think it was like 02 or 01 when this album dropped. Yeah. But like back when Eminem's first, second album, you get all these like senators and like People in the government trying to censor his music, right. trying to like people leading protests against him, and it's like, I, 
Y'all making him the scapegoat. But other people in rap say crazy fucking shit too. Exactly. Other people in music say crazy fucking shit. But for the fact that it's rap and typically rappers are of a skin tone, of a darker skin tone. Right. It's like, ah, uh, they're aggressive. Perfect. So we expect them to be aggressive. But then you got this white kid from Detroit who ain't who pretty much grew up in the in a rough environment around black people. Right. It he understands like that whole struggle and he is in love with rap itself and he's a rapper. They like, oh, this white dude saying wild shit? Nah, like why he can't be nice. Why can't be nicer because he's so popular and which is a part of his like whiteness, his right. popularity. Why right. can't he say like softer stuff or nicer stuff? Cause they want to fucking control. And now I'm thinking about this shit. Exactly. They want to be able to control the fucking music. And I'm thinking about this shit now in like 2019 where you have the whole rap shit is fucked up. Right. And everything sounds like stupid. It's almost like shit is like being like controlled or pushed out. People they want to make people hear certain shit and right. not hear certain shit. So right. like Eminem scared the shit out of him because he's like, this guy's rapping different. Kids is listening to music differently. They love this shit. We don't right. want people to think freely. We don't want people to say suck my dick. Right. We don't want people to be like, I don't give a fuck. Fuck you. Because right. they see the intelligence in him, too. Right. So, I kind of feel like they were trying to target him to, to settle his shit down. Because they right. didn't want him to get that popular because he has a big influence. And and it's crazy you said that because it's the same shit that happened with N.W.A. Yeah. When N.W.A. came out and they tried to censor them. Remember, they shut down the, the, the show and they said, listen, if y'all, did the, if y'all do the show, y'all gonna get arrested. They did the show anyway. Everybody yep. got arrested. Yep. You know, shout out to them for being pioneers. Word. That shit. But it's like the same shit. You know, he's, he's, he's speaking his mind and all of a sudden, the the quote the quote unquote children that are supposed to be protected, who looks like Slim Shady, Marshall Mathers, they're the ones that's, you know, listening to it and they're the ones who, you know, who want to mimic it the most and they see it a lot and now it's a problem. Mm-hmm. Now it's a problem, but you know, it's okay for them to put out certain shit to try to destroy our communities and and quote unquote ghettos and shit. Word. But now when it gets to the suburbs, oh, it's a problem. So we now we gotta shut it down. Exactly. Nah, fuck that. Nah, so I'm glad that. this album came out. Yep. Fuck their whole shit up. Word. That shit is ill. Mm-hmm. And then he dropped, um. The way I am, yo. Fucking classic tune right there. That shit right there. Fucking classic fucking tune. Almost everybody in the fucking world knows this song. Yo, I remember having this song on repeat, going to school, just listening to this shit, just zoning out. Because it's like, yo, it's, it's, it's straight up what it is. It's like, yo, listen, I'm still me at the end of the day. Like, don't come up to me because I'm a I'm a I'm a rap star. You feel like I'm I'm supposed to be like this pop idol or something like that. Like huh. you can still get chin check. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you can still get fuck. You know, 
Anything can happen. Don't just run up on me and feel like because you saw me on TV. Word. You know, it's all shits and giggles all of a sudden. So it's like he's fighting a battle with the public. He's fighting a battle with the the record the record company because it's like he put out a project and when it's being shopped around, it's being rejected because of the content. And it's like, well, so what the fuck am I signed for? Yeah. Y'all sign me because I'm creative because I can be Slim Shady and I could be, you know, Eminem. I could be Marshall Mathers. I have so many facets. Like, why why y'all can't let me just be creative and do what I want to mm-hmm. do? You know, it's a lot of red tape. And the way I am was like a nail in the coffin for that shit real quick. And it's like he just dealing with the stress. And each verse is like he, he speaks about different different topics and he touched base on all of the crazy press when he said I sit back with this pack of zigzags and this bag of the Swede that gives me the shit needed to be the most meanest MC on this on this earth and since birth I've been cursed with this curse that's just curse and just blurt this berserk and bizarre shit that works and it sells and it helps in itself to relieve all this tension dispensing these sentences, getting the stress. Do you hear the cadence Yo. and the flow that this dude is going with? It's like, it's like he was in the zone, spitting some, spitting some official robot. shit. <laughs> Yo, and the fucking robot. Like you gotta break it down, and it says, and the shit he just blurts out that's berserk and is bizarre, and it works and it sells. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like. This is the shit that y'all brought me in for because this is what's selling. So now that all the kids bought it, which shouldn't be, which they shouldn't have been allowed to even get this type of music because you're supposed to be of a certain age to get it. So, you know, who's to blame for them getting it? You know, music is going to be played. So they're going to get access to it somehow. You know what I'm saying? They're going to listen to it. So now that they're finally getting into it, now it's a problem. But this is what sells. And this is what helps me to get all this shit out. This is my creativity. Word. This is what I'm doing. That helps me deal with all of this shit. So now it's a fucking problem. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo. And it's like, to think about like how a lot of other artists... All these popular artists structure like the releases of their albums. Right. Like they have a radio song. They have a club song. They have a song that appeals to women. Right. They got a song that appeals to guys. Right. Eminem, and yes, we know like his whiteness was an attribute to his like fame and like album sales. Mm-hmm. But like forgetting all of that, he still sold albums and units off of his fucking creativity. Word. Like, I'm not hearing no Eminem shit out of fucking lounge or a club. Right. I ain't playing no Eminem shit when I'm trying to get with a lady. Right. I'm not, like... <laughs> like right. He don't, he don't care to do any of those things. And when he did, it, it kind of didn't feel like authentically him. And if you know Eminem and his career, like... As, like, his career went on, there was, like, relapse and all that kind of shit. 
Right. So shit was a little different anyway. Right. But like, he made all these fucking joints. And his success is strictly off of him being creative, which is amazing. Right. Like, even the whole entire song of The Way I Am and the flow is creative in itself. And the expression is lyrical and creative as well. He could easily just been like, fuck you, fuck y'all, fuck everybody and be done. Right. And even with the popularity of the first album, he could have made some bullshit. Right. But his second album is like one of, if not his best fucking album. Right. I agree. So it's like, he could have chilled. He could have been like, yo, I'm going to just make some bullshit because they're going to buy it or they're going to play my shit anyway. Right. But nah, he decided like, listen, I'm going to turn the fuck up and get shit off my chest. And I feel like the way I am is more of the Marshall Mathers side mm. than the Slim Shady side. Yeah. Because he's giving you... Some real shit. He's painting a picture of like just him being his fucking self. Right. And he's getting shit off his chest and you can tell that like he's... This shit is digging him in his chest. And even like he kind of like first three. He goes back and forth with like looks like it's a... It sounds like it's an internal battle mm. within himself. And he's getting the shit out. It's right. like therapy. Right. I'm so sick and tired of being admired that I wish that I would just die or get fired and drop for my label to stop with the fables. I'm not going to be able to top what my name is. Keep mm. talking to the fucking labels. Mm. Pigeonhole into some poppy ro- sensation that got me rotate in on, on at rock and roll stations. And I just do not have the, the patience. patience. To deal with these cocky Caucasians who think I'm some wiggle who's just trying to be black. Because I talk with an accent and grab on my balls. And so they always keep asking the same fucking questions. What hood I grew up in. The school that I go to. What hood I grew up. Like. My favorite line of this whole song is crazy. But I can't take a shit in the bathroom without someone standing by it. <laughs> no, I won't sign your autograph. You can call me an asshole. I'm glad. Fuck out of here. Cause I'm pretty and like, just like I was saying earlier, how he how he paints a fucking picture. Like I'm visualizing Eminem in a fucking bathroom with some guy. Like, yo, can Word. I have an autograph? Like, let me take a piss. You like, let me fucking finish. Let me do what I'm here to do first. Word. You bothered me while, while, while I got my hands full. How the Word. fuck am I sign your autograph? And it's Word. funny because I think I think in the video, yeah, in one of the videos, he handed the dude a tissue <coughs> that he boiled up and sh- he wiped his ass with or something like that. <laughs> it was funny, but yeah, you know that 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 shit is the truth because it's like when you blow up, it's like everywhere you go now, people won't be all up in your face and you can't have no privacy. So. I can see, I can easily see how you can get aggravated with everybody constantly being in your face after facing all mm-hmm. these allegations and all this bullshit. Yep. And then even in the album when he talks in um in the song Marshall Mathers, he Ooh. talks about, you know, another fire track. He talks about, you know, le- legal battles and, you know, shit that's going on with his family. Like, you know, I wasn't accepted before. Now all of a sudden, you know, I'm Eminem. Now you accept me. Yeah. 
now now my ex-girlfriend fa- family they accept me now because you know I'm making these moves but y'all ain't y'all ain't want to fuck with me before so uh, all of a sudden you know that's the type of shit that you got to deal with too cuz there's a lot of a lot of shit that you got to hash out that you never hashed out with people but now they want to be all up on you and turn into leeches and try to jump on your success that shit is mass stress. And pe- and sometimes people forget that you're a fucking human being. They just see they just see you in music videos or in interviews or you just like having fun, fucking around in the studio, making songs right. and shit. And they forget that you're a fucking human being. You got shit to process. Right. You got shit to deal with. Like why the fuck you on my dick so much? Leave me the fuck alone. Like Word. I'm just fucking Marshall. <laughs> and it's funny because even on this track too, it's like he, he addressed a lot of shit because he had issues with, you know, with like rival crews like, you know, ICP and, Word. you know, certain shit with Vanilla Ice or whatever. Like mm-hmm. if, you, if you comb through the, through the track, you hear how he goes off on them. So it's like, this is literally him. This is like, yo... All these cats think, like, I'm Slim Shady all the time, but this is the real side. Like, don't get it twisted. Word. Like, I'm going to still run up on you and if you try to disrespect me type thing, you know? Because it's like, they try to paint him like a like a funny character all the time because of the shit that he says. But he addressed a lot of shit on this song. If you, you know, take a listen, take a pull, take a listen, you hear how he goes through mm-hmm. it. And another huge song... On this album, that that's a certified classic. The song "Stand." Woo! Oh, get in the stand! Oh man, yo, that when that song came out, it blew up so fast. Like, it was one of the songs that I didn't think would likely blow up like that. But yeah, the way how it's how it's formatted, like, is the the concept is just ill. It's like you know, and just like we discussed earlier, the term stand is now in a dictionary. Yeah. So with, with credit to Eminem. Because it's like a super fan who's so obsessed. Like this dude is sitting there and it's like, he just goes through as, as the verses go on. This guy gets more and more obsessive and more aggressive. And it's like, he just gets in like this sick and twisted infatuation with, with Eminem. And... You know, he's a busy guy. He's, he's, on, he's on fucking tour. Word. He's flying across the country and shit. He got a fucking kid. He got a kid. You know what I'm saying? He's doing all these things. You can't expect them to respond to you real, you know, as as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because the way he writ- he's written this story is is like so tragic. Because he did some old wild shit based on... The Slim Shady character on, you know, on his first album, Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah. Um, you know, this this Stan character reenacted that shit, and that just brought attention to what Eminem was talking about mm. with the whole negative press because you know they saying his lyrics influenced people to do all this bizarre shit, but what's real is that yo. Mental health is a real situation out here, and that's that that shit needs to be addressed. And 
he's an advocate too because he went, you know, he's an open person. He talks about drug abuse and all this other stuff that he's been through, through his music and whether personally or whatever. We all know his story and shit like that. He even mentions so, therapy in this song. Right. Which is, which is, which is real. So, you know what I'm saying? Get some counseling. That, this, this song was like a, a wake up call. And it was just well delivered, very clever, creative, and it's engaging. And what's funny is that this story continues on the Marshall Mathers 2 LP. So it's just so ill. You see how creative this artist can be. It's like you, you, you set up your future. With what you're doing now. Because it's like, alright. Who thought he would have did a Marshall Mathers 2 LP? Yeah. And then he just bridges them things together. Like, he bridges um, Stan with the first song on Marshall Mathers 2. And Criminal bridges with the second song on Marshall Mathers 2. Because Criminal happens with... You know, it ends off with the shootout. With the cops and shit. When he gets caught. And then... At the end, at the beginning of the second song, you hear the results of what happened during that shootout. Mm. It's just funny how it all bridges together, yeah. but you know, just want to point out that creative tidbit right there. And it's like a very creative song. The song is so creative that there are times where I listen to this song, and I know I'm not the only one, right? Where when he's rapping as Stan, there are times that I forget that it's Eminem. I think mm. it's a whole different person. Like it's a it's a real it's a real dude named Stan who's on a song with Eminem. That's telling tough. a story, writing a letter. That's how good he is at painting a picture. That's tough. And it's like sometimes I gotta snap out of it and be like, yo, this is really him. Huh. This is really Eminem rapping. He's telling the story, but he does it so well that I'm just I just get so immersed in it, and I and I feel like I'm, there's other people out there that might feel the same way, right? And you got to think about it, like how many how many mainstream mainstream rappers nowadays actually tap into something like that, right? You got to think about that because, you know, mainstream shit you hear now, everybody's saying the same shit. They're talking about a lot of the same shit, you know, whether it be like money, women, and all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. Eminem became mainstream, and this is one of the most popular songs off of that album. You know what I'm saying? And it's a storytelling song. That's ill. That's on some Nas shit. Right. Like, that's on some Wu Tang shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yo, you gotta give credit when credit is due. This album is is so fucking fire, so creative, and to think like I've been listening to this album since it came out in 2001, and now as a grown man, I'm just dissecting it in a whole new, different way. And you get to draw from that. So when we say we get we bring in y'all classics, 
it's for a reason. Because it's like so many ways you can dissect shit and so many ways you can tune into it that it might go over your head sometimes. Mm. And you could come right back to it. Another fucking joint. That was fucking deep, though. Word. This whole album, you could break down every fucking song. Um, Another fucking song on the head that I love. I love every fucking song on this. Word. It's, it's fucking I'm Back. Oh, yeah. And that's, I that feel like, it's definitely crazy. right up the alley of Marshall Mathers. Because he does speak on, like, and it's indirectly, but right. if you listen openly, you pick up on shit and piece shit together as to what builds him or what built him as like a person, which his evolution as Marshall and Slim Shady and Marshall and Eminem. Right. Because like even the, even in the, in the first verse, he said, I used to be Miami's little angel at 12. 13, I was putting shells in a gauge on the shelf. Mm. I used to get punked and bullied on my block till I cut a kitten's head off and stuck it in this kid's mailbox. <laughs> I used to give a fuck. I used to give a fuck. I'm not to give a fuck less. What do I think of success? It sucks too much press. I'm stressed too much sets. Depressed too upset. It's just too much mess. I guess I just blew up. Qu- I, I guess I must just blew up quick. It's like, mm-hmm. he's telling you all the Love. shit. That's that fucking is coming with his like fame and success. Like y'all got cameras in his face all the time. He don't really like that shit. In other songs, he talks about like how he has anxiety and shit like that too. Right. And the coping mechanisms, which is all the drugs and shit. And then, as we know, like there was like addiction issues. Like shit spiraled up and spiraled down so quick, so fast. Right. And he's still fucking, like, trying to, like, grow up as a man. Mm. And y'all got all this shit in his face. All this fucking press and all this negative shit y'all throwing at him. And even the next line, which, like, I love because this could relate to a lot of people, especially, like, older generation or, like, 25 and over type of of, um, age bracket. When he says, grew up quick, no, was raised right. Whatever you say is wrong. Whatever I say is right. Mm. It's kind of like the shit that you deal with like elders. It's mm. like they tell you not to do shit. And if you feel like you want to voice your your opinion or voice your feelings, they're like, nah, do what I say because I say so type of shit. Right. So it's like he gives you insight on like his even upbringing without even directly saying this is how I was raised. So it's like very clever with how many how many issues or situations that he can discuss or go in on right. on one verse. Because even he jumps he jumps off of that and talks about like MTV and shit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you think of my name now, whenever you say hi, became a commodity, because of hi, my name is, obviously, right. because... <clears throat> Became a commodity because I'm W-H-I-T-E. Because MTV was so friendly to me. Can't wait till Kim sees me. It's like, mm-hmm. he knows all for the fact that he's right. a white dude. That it helped him get opportunity. But he's not, he's not like, being Elvis with this shit. He's not hiding this shit. 
Well, he's not acting like it doesn't exist. He uh, he attacks the elephant in the room. Right. Versus, like, run from it. Right. Because he knows people are saying this shit while they're listening to his music. Right. So he's telling you I know this shit. That's crazy. That's fucking... Yo. And, this, and he addressed another point in this song mm-hmm. on, on the second verse. He says, I take each individual... It, ugh, sorry. I take each individual degenerate's head and reach into it. Let me do that takeover. Yeah. He says, I take each individual degenerate's head and reach into it just to see if he's influenced by me, if he listens to music. And if he feeds into this shit, he's an innocent victim and becomes a puppet on a string of my tennis shoe. And he he makes a scratching noise and Mm. says, my name is Slim Shady. I've been crazy way before radio didn't play me. Mm. Sensational. Back gets the incredible. Incredible. Here's, Here's an important part. With Ken Kniff, who just finds the men edible, it's <laughs> Ken Kniff on the internet trying to learn your kids with him into bed. It's a sick world we live in these days. So here's, here's, here's what he's saying. He's like, yo, y'all attacking me from this, you know, for saying what mm-hmm. I'm saying. But you got these perverted old men that's luring kids to have sex with them. Like we see on this Chris Hansen shit. On the mm. internet, y'all not paying attention to what the real issue is. Y'all paying attention to me because I'm a white guy who sound black. Yeah. And y'all don't like that shit. So, mm. he's just addressing a lot of shit. And, 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 you know, just doing it in such an effortless way Word. when he raps. Like, <laughs> yo, I fuck with this album. <laughs> it's like... This album, a lot of songs on this album are like straight responses or disses to everybody that's a fucking critic. And it's like we were saying earlier, like, you'd be a fool to fucking even say some shit about Eminem because he's so, like, aware and sensitive of what anybody says about him. He'll fucking put you in a song. Right. And now your shit is over. Like, why would you even want to say some shit about Eminem? Yo. He's been known for like going at people's head. The word. Every time it's a battle rap. When you see Eminem response, I remember that whole era. Everybody used to sit and be like, yo, Eminem about to murder everybody. <laughs> this dude came and just slaughtered the entire universe of fucking rappers off of a song for like seven minutes. Like. <laughs> Like, why? Why you gotta do this? That's the type of beast that he is. Like, <laughs> like, if he could talk about his mom. And the mother of his child, like that. Imagine what he'll do to you, and he don't fucking got no ties to you. Wow. He don't fucking end your whole whole shit. shit. (laughs) And that's crazy. And speaking about, you know, his child's mother, whatever, like, the way how this album is, too. Like I said, it has, like, horror themes in it. And when you listen to a song like Kim, Mm. when he talks about murdering, his his child's mother because you know this the the relationship didn't work or didn't go the way it was supposed to you know you got to sit there and think because he goes in in depth and it's so graphic and it's like even at the end of the song when when you hear him strangling her it's like 
A lot of people would get scared. You know, a lot of people complained about that shit. That that song got banned in yeah. certain countries. So, you know, you gotta sit there and think. But right behind it is a song called Under the Influence where he has D12 members. <clears throat> and that's like a response back. Like, okay, yeah, I made this song and it sounds the way it sounds. But, you know, I'm under the influence. And it kind of like, it's like his way of trying to soften the blow. Yeah. To say like, yo, I was high when I wrote this song. But if you don't like it, you can suck my dick. Hmm. Basically, I don't care because I wrote it and went on the album. I was high when I wrote it, but these are my emotions. And, you know, of course, there's a whole lot of negative press that came with this. And a whole lot of controversy and stuff like that. But it was also like smart marketing because it was so controversial you know it was so sought out so in a sense it kind of worked for him Mm. you know what I'm saying but that song is just it's it's, it's pretty crazy and it's like the way how he just puts everything together it sounds like a a dramatic soap opera slash slasher horror film (laughs) and That song is just so fucking crazy, Yo. especially listening to that shit on this strain. Word. You just get Definitely lost in that hit shit. a strain that like opens up your brain and your e- the connection between your brain and your ears. Because this shit will have you like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Tripped out. Like, this guy wanted to fucking make a love song for Kim and turn that shit into some fucking murder. Like, what kind of fucking sick, twisted fuck? Like, what kind of drugs was he on? Yo, <laughs> I don't know. He was he talking about doing all his acid and stuff like that, especially in Drug Ballad, Word. which is basically a song talking about his drug use or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you also got a song like Bitch Please Part 2, Yo. which had the OG Snoop, Yo. Ooh, had Dr. Dre, Exhibit, and it's like... It just shows how versatile his style can be. Like, he got the chops to roll with some OGs. Yeah. And hold his weight. Because, you know, Dr. Dre brought him in. So, he got the approval from all them cats. And they collaborated on that shit, yo. Shout out to that track. That was one of my favorite tracks on that album. Definitely a fucking ride in your fucking whip. With this shit on blast, bass up, Word. or just kicking it type of shit. Like, this is one of the songs, like, Eminem won't make a club joint or or a joint for the ladies to slide the panties to the side. Right. <laughs> but he'll definitely make some shit to have fun with your bros or your friends with. Word. For sure. This bitch place too? This shit, like, that shit got bounce. Yo, and they got Nate Dog. Rest in peace, Nate Dog. Peace. Nate Dogg. And the, the thing hook. with Eminem, listening to this album in real time when it came out, made me appreciate Eminem more. Sorry, listen to this song. And right. album, yes. But this song made me appreciate him as an artist more. Because just like you said, he got the cosign and respect from the OGs. Right. Because you don't normally hit, first of all, fucking... Fucking Dr. Dre produced this shit. Right. He signed to Dre House, but he produced it. Like, even if he wasn't signed to Dr. Dre, just an artist, 
blank artist has Dr. Dre on the beat. Right. Dr. Dre on the track. That's all you need. Snoop. Nate Dogg exhibit. And they all delivering. They all delivering. Word. Because they respect that. They respect what Eminem brings to the fucking table. Right. They, 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 and, and it's all about that. It's like when they came out, you know, they, they didn't give a fuck about right. what anybody had to say because, you know, they had the freedom of speech to say what they want through mm-hmm. their music. So, you know, why not? Why, why got to be an issue for him? Because he a white boy doing it. Right. Shouldn't be like that. He's the only white boy out here that's nice like that at the time. Sure. He was doing it. Ain't nobody else is doing it like Eminem, so why he can't get on? You gotta stop the hate and let him be great. That's, That's the thing. it. Like it's so much it's so many white rappers, but Eminem is a fucking MC. Facts. He could spit, he could rap, he could produce, he could mix, like he's a he's a fucking like, like gym animal. rat when it comes to this r- music shit. Sit in the fucking studio for twenty hours a day, like he made this album in two fucking months. We talking about an album that's a fucking classic. And he made this shit in two fucking months. Now that's dedication. Because you could give some dudes a whole fucking year to drop an album. And they should sound wild average. Word. Like, not even below average type shit. And it's like, you know, you give somebody who's dedicated, who's ready to do the work... <clears throat> Who sits? Who's who's ready to come in and commit, and, and do what they gotta do? Two months, yo, yo, you gotta respect that shit. Yo, word, you gotta respect that. Of course, you got other tracks like Amityville, which is like, you know, him and Bazaar doing their thing, mm-hmm, being D12. lyrical. You got um, Remember Me, which is another fire track with Sticky Fingers, RBX, everybody holding it down on that track. So. You got so many joints on here. And of course, you got The Real Slim Shady, which was mm. one of the number one top chart billboard shits. Um, and it's literally him just saying all types of wild and volatile <laughs> shit on there. And they were loving it. Like, they were right. bouncing to this shit. Shout out to Dr. Dre on the fucking beat, mm-hmm. of course. Um, he made Dre... Like, there's a lot of Dre beats that only Eminem could rap on. Word. And it's like, he, he just... Hand picks the right ones and just go off. So, yo, Marshall Mathers LP, definite classic. This white zombie got me looking at the horizon right now uh. in another dimension, in another universe. I'm fucking lifted. Word. Shit like that. Y'all already know what it is, but. Get lifted. All the way. Before we get out of here, though. Just want to impart some words, like some words of encouragement. Like, ah. yo, man, y'all been rocking with us 30 episodes. It's like, it's, it's a privilege to all the listeners to, be, to have been listening. You know what I'm saying? Anything you doing, yo, keep going. Don't stop. Keep striving for greatness. You know, if you find bumps in the road, just go over that shit. And just keep pushing. Always move forward. Like... Every day is a new day to go and get it. Don't stop. Be prosperous. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
you know, don't take life for granted. Everybody's not giving every day and shit like that. Word. You know, we might be going through hard times, but you got an opportunity to make it better every time. So just keep pushing, keep moving. You know what time it is. Blom, blom. I'm fucking blom, yo. Get on we this out chopper. this bitch. Episode 30. Let's go.